There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. As parents, Dorothy and I have always been involved in our kids' education. We know good schools depend on involved parents. That's why I want you to hear this from me. Glenn Youngkin's taking my words out of context. I've always valued the concerns of parents. I still believe that Build Back Better will not add a dime to the national debt. Correct, it won't. Why, would he, why, why should Americans believe that? Because it won't. And then there's Hepa running against Ayanna Presley, this one here, with the white husband. And I ain't mad at you, sis, because if you ride in that mother credit score, get you that house, boo, get your 40 acres in your mule. Just don't forget that you said Oh, my goodness. Call from Grace. My goodness. Couldn't happen to a better person. Tell the people what happened, Alex. Uh, so that voice you heard uh, calling people heifers was uh, Monica Cannon Grant, the head of, with her, I guess, husband partner whoever uh the head of violence in boston which is like sort of this boston black lives matter thing who organized all these marches and stuff um that particular video in which she's calling a black woman running for congress a heifer and the n-word and commenting about the um skin color of her husband's genitals that uh was monica cannon grant discovered by turtle boy i believe that video originally right he put that on his site and then uh yeah, but yeah, so no one really cared. No one made her do anything or disavowed her. No one on the left, actually. Else. Actually, that's uh, not true. Oh, Kennedy did, right? Didn't he? No, he didn't. He, he defended her. Marky may have, <clears throat> but um, anyway, she's big buddies with Kennedy a lot of defended politicians. Her, but um, Rachel Rollins actually disavowed dis- of all people because she's had her own problems. Well, interesting. Anyway, she's big buddies with a bunch of these politicians on the left in Massachusetts, uh, and she got raided by the FBI (laughs) for fraud and stuff, and her husband or whatever is arrested, and probably she's next. So, yay. Justice is served. 
Well, we'll see if justice is served. Well, yeah, we we'll don't know. See. We don't know. But it's, um, so it's a good sign for uh, life in general because she's a grifter of the highest highest quality grifter that there is. So you know, it was actually um, it was one of the first times you were really involved. I think in this show when we were talking about her and really. Um, and I had sent you the Turtle Boy thing. No, I don't know about that. But you were to- you had known all about black supremacy stuff. Oh, yeah. So Mark and Grant is obviously a vicious, disgusting, vile thing. And I am thrilled that she got busted. Hopefully she does a lot of time in jail and uh, has to make restitution. Hopefully her organization and those affiliated with it are also affected. I believe some of her friends include somebody in the Winchester School Committee who was a really good person who d- decided that they couldn't have the name Sachems there. And uh, so there we are. That is Monica Cannon Grant. Here's some of her classics. The police. The police. The police. The police. Remember, the mayor of Boston gave her a headquarters, a city-owned building, to use as her office. Gave her that. A city-owned building to use as her office. Mm-hmm. And even though that she had spoken like this as a vile racist, she's a dirtbag, vile racist. And then this heifer running against Ayanna Presley, this one here with the white husband. At some point, we're going to have to have a conversation with black folks who get in a relationship with white folks and then forget that they black. We're going to have to have that conversation. And I know it's going to put y'all nerves. It's going to be uncomfortable. But we're going to have to have that conversation because if white vagina and white penises jeopardize your melanin then we need you to sit in the back of the classroom and this ain't your part of the show and you don't get to talk right now the clan couldn't have said it any better than she seems said very it. normal i need all the people that understand what it is to wake up black regardless of how many educated game symbols you have at the end of your name regardless of how close in proximity you are to white supremacy regardless of how many white penises you ride mm-hmm. and i am mad at you sis because if you ride in that mother for a credit score, get you that house, boo. Get your 40 acres in your mule. Just don't forget that you said Great, great. <laughs> so seems like she we is, should endorse that from the city that, of Boston. Remember, she not only that, mm-hmm. but she wrote content for the Boston Globe, was, was thrilled to. She wrote content for the Boston Globe. She... Uh, uh, she was written up. These are the most powerful people in Boston, according to Bo mm-hmm. Mag. Boston Globe wrote about Boston Magazine. Bostonians of the year 2020, she was mentioned in, in mm-hmm. the Boston Globe. Uh, Monica Cannon Grant in Boston Magazine. There's a big uh, there's a big profile of her. Here's another, bostonglobe.com. Here's Monica with a sea of people behind her. Roxbury's Monica Cannon Grant leads yada, 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 yada. Complete, completely... Um, completely hailed, once again, as the Boston Globe Bostonian of the Year. Bo Mag, one of the most influential Bostonians. And the left continued to, to heap praise on her in the name of their social reckoning, racial reckoning that they were having mm-hmm. last year when she is a vile, vile, vicious, ugly racist, ugly human being, just a vile, guttural uh, person who uh, should be uh, really should be uh, condemned um, by everybody. Well, yeah, that's what's so incredible is like, I mean, there's a lot of grifters out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's all the like Lincoln Project people. There's all sorts of MAGA grifters. There's, I mean, in all the political stripes, there's all these people that just come in and make organizations and ask for money and cozy up with politicians and whatever else, right? It's all out there, but... What's interesting is like a lot of them try to frame their organizations as like positive, like the Lincoln Project is all like 
decency, goodness, patriotism, Abraham Lincoln. And Monica Cannon Grant is like, <coughs> F this heifer and like dropping the N word everywhere. And like, and she's still buddies with all the politicians. Mm-hmm. They like don't even care. She's like gross and terrible and just like completely inappropriate. And they're still like big friends with her. Like, that's what I know. It seems crazy to me. Like, usually in politics, people like try and act sort of like, they're normal and I'm a good guy and she's just like screw all of you F the police like this that like she's terrible and like I guess just because she organizes Black Lives Matter marches or whatever like that she's as Turtle Boy notices she was named Bostonian of the Year uh, and uh, I mean do you think you or I could run around saying F this, F that, and recording videos like that in which we call people heifers and get named Bostonian of the Year by the globe. Like, never in a million years. It's so crazy. Like, you know, it boggles my mind. Like, how is it possible that... I don't know. So her she's, house was raided. She hasn't been busted yet. Yeah, she's not. It's her house, but it's is her... It's happening in seconds, in minutes... So Monica Anna Grant's house was raided by the cops and her husband was arrested today for unemployment fraud related to violence in Boston, which has half a million dollars in its bank account. It's real estate, Monica. Real estate is what you do when you shake down uh, guilty, ridden uh, white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the raid was live streamed until cops confiscated their phone. That's fantastic. Of course, Turtle Boy had it. Just a total... And this couldn't. This is such a gratifying thing. Mm-hmm. Because she does not sound so different than the other vile racists on the left, and she, of course, was taken in, taken in um, by the uh, the elite uh, progressive clique as somebody who, sure, well, they love to be yelled at as racists, anyways, but who is somebody who they could look to and say, "Look, this makes us the fact that we are associating with her and we're giving her a platform, etc. This makes us um, really noble people." This makes us, this defines us. Look what we did mm-hmm. in the great year of racial reckoning where a bad video of uh, something, uh, of a police killing somebody came on and we decided to opt in to this narrative that cops were killing black people in the street. They said, we can hitch our wagon to this woman. She's saying all the things that we need to hear in the fact that they're uncomfortable, that means they must be working on us. Mm-hmm. I couldn't happen to a better bunch of people. I cannot wait. I, I so hope wonderfully that she is that she is busted in in sent away. She's vile poison. Poison. As poison as any clan member would be or whatever. And uh, so uh, that's why we're enjoying this. I don't even know. Yeah, what- so basically like what uh, the court documents are saying he did, this is like from Turtle Boy's summary from his article about it, is basically like, you know how during the pandemic there was unemployment where you didn't have to offer like proof that you were fired. You could just say like, I was an Uber driver and I like didn't, I lost my income and like collect unemployment. So he said that he was an independent contractor who lost doing like house cleaning who like lost his job and he collected almost $70,000 in unemployment while he was still making a big salary from violence in Boston. Mm. So basically that's what he did. And so like they, he made $70,000 working for violence in Boston and received a $5,000 and $7,000 raise. Plus then he got $70,000 from the taxpayers because he 
was unemployed by the pandemic, quote unquote. We so, need to do something so like this. So he used, um, so then he uh, wanted to get a mortgage and he used the Violence in Boston Inc. bank account as his personal asset to show them he could pay back the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they asked why he was receiving unemployment benefits, he sent them false statements, which, as you know, when you apply for a mortgage, because you have to sign a ton of stuff when you do it, if you lie on those forms, it's a big <coughs> deal. Mortgage fraud is a huge, huge if I were him, crime. If like, I were him this year, I would think, nobody's going to touch me. I'm married to Monica Cannon Grant. Right. She's a local leader. She's a Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. leader. And she actually does organize some Black Lives Matter actual um, uh, marches as well. Right. So, uh, right. And she was the darling of the town. And he thought, no way. Oh, yeah. And when you've been the written up in the, the current, Boston Globe, the why would you tell labor the truth? Secretary, current labor secretary gave her a um, storefront to use. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and she Anna Presley is her buddy. Well, and are they still talking about making Rachel Rollins the um, state attorney, uh, the U.S. attorney US for attorney. the Massachusetts district? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, like, she was connected. Yes, she was connected, and they work off of the same doctrine. Mm-hmm. So I haven't heard Rachel Rollins dip into um, what type of penis and whatever go. Whatever. Um, but she certainly is a fierce, radical um, uh, activist, a social justice activist. Right. And she said that. She said that's why in Boston that you're allowed to, you know, get released or not even apprehended if you commit certain crimes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's all part of the same philosophy. And I know you said Rachel Rollins disavowed her, but like, you know, she didn't disavow her until she disavowed <coughs> her. Like, she was buddies with her until people started calling and asking, why do you talk to this crazy person? Ah, uh, what a time. What a time. So we are celebrating that. I absolutely love it. Check out the turtle boy right up on her arrest. She <coughs> was uh, filming it. So, um, okay. So let's get to some of this stuff that we talked about. Oh, the- speaking of things written up in the Boston globe, why don't we do that too? While we're on the Boston globe topic. All right. Can you bring me up noodles? The pug? Uh, yeah, hold on one second. I'm just reading what you sent. I'm reading John Hinckley's Twitter account. <laughs> yes, where John he's Hinckley selling is selling his music. John Hinckley is on Twitter now and wants you to subscribe to his YouTube. I have YouTube 10 and... original songs on Spotify and the other streaming sites. All right. <laughs> That's right. I remember getting on the bus in 1980 and them saying, or, or 1981, and the bus driver saying they just shot the President Reagan and he shot him. I mean, if OJ can be on Twitter, why not John Why do I look like these assassins? (laughs) I look like David Chapman and Mark and John Hinckley. He's not following anybody. He's 2,000 followers. Should I follow him? I'm not going to follow him. I don't want to give him any more credibility. I'm also not going to give him one freaking view or listen on his original music. He should go work in McDonald's and have a sense of shame instead of trying to sell music on the internet. All right, Although, here's your I mean, buddy. again, if OJ can do it, I don't know why Here's your him. pug buddy on TikTok. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to yet another round of No Bones, the game where we find out if my 13-year-old pug woke up with bones. And- Wait, I, so pause for okay. a sec. Okay. So basically, like, what this is, is this guy 
started a TikTok during the pandemic where instead of like opening the newspaper and finding out what kind of day your horoscope says you're going to have, this guy takes his pug, which is 13 years old and doesn't like to stand up and tries to stand it up first thing in the morning. And if it like flops over and doesn't want to stand up as though it has no bones, the pug's name is Noodles, then it's not going to be a good day. And if it stands up, then it's going to be a good day. And apparently he has a ton of followers and people are really into it. And now like the Boston Globe and NPR have like written about Noodles, the pug, like the fortune telling uh, old pug. Um, So I can tell that they have their priorities in order just from a journalism standpoint so okay. let's hear more about noodles here we day. go as a result we find out what kind of day we're going to have now this could go either way noodle went on a very sprightly walk last night so he could be tired from that he could be totally tired from that or he could still be feeling jazzed from it oh and he's feeling jazzed look at those bones oh yeah lie down oh my gosh you don't we don't need him to use them we just need to know they're there Okay, it's a bone stay on a Monday, you guys. This is so exciting. You know what to do. You've got to treat yourself today. The Japanese fried chicken you were going to order for lunch. Get the curry to dip it in. (laughs) All those festive gourds, buy them. That raise you deserve but haven't asked for yet, you totally deserve it. Ask for it. you got to treat yourself today. (laughs) So I thought it was disappointing that my generation all believes in horoscopes, but I'm now more disappointed (laughs) than ever. So I apologize to everybody for millennials. I agree. We should be wiped off the face of the earth. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I I don't know what else to do about that. But like, I, I mean, I don't know. What's your take? Do you like uh, bones and no bones? Yes, I'm for it. You're no, for I'm it? No, I'm not. I'm, are tweeting, you gonna base, I'm tweeting. Are you going to so. base your life on whether or not uh, Noodle the Pug has bones today? Are you going to decide whether or not to ask for a raise based on it? I mean, to me, well, I guess in a sense it's a good thing because it shows how arbitrary all this junk is. Like, if you're going to base it on, like, what some random person writes the stars say about you, you might as well, like, base it on some random person's dog deciding to stand up or not today. It, it literally means just as much. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of people are into it. I'm just disappointed in everybody for uh, for everything. But um, yeah, that's. I'm glad the How's Boston Globe. Going? I'm glad the Boston Globe and NPR. <laughs> well, I don't know how much time this story was supposed to take, really. Anyway, but and I can't play more audio from over here, so it's a little hard to tell. But you know, I hope they devote at least as much attention to Monica Cannon Grant as they do to. Uh, to Bones the Pug, or whatever, Noodle the Pug, who has no bones. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, But I don't think you should base your life on any stupid things like that. He's just a silly, vacuous person having fun with his bad breed dog. That's it. Pug people are not normal people. <laughs> a lot of them are really But I nice. bet you a lot of people are, like, actually doing stuff based on it. Seeing if the dog has bones, on his, as in if the dog's going to stand up. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I because don't know. I know He's, a lot of people I, my age who legitimately follow horoscopes, like base decisions on it. So I just want to talk to you about something else, Alice. I know okay. it's not that, that you're you want to stick finish out with pugs because <laughs> that's what you're, the group of people you hang with. But John Hinckley Jr. has a Twitter account. Yes. Donald Trump Correct. does not have a Twitter account. Correct. 
Donald Trump does not have a Twitter account because the very fabric of our democracy was at risk. Was at risk. John Hinckley it was not shot, at risk. No. shot the entire executive branch in the heart and almost killed him. Nope, that was not democracy at risk. Because Reagan was a bastard. Mm-mm. Okay. How about the other guy he killed, or James Brady? Anybody else? Anybody else? That's fine. That's fine. I just want to make sure we're here. That's why I get this, this car, this distracted from your pug thing. But that's fine. I mean, O.J. Simpson has a Twitter. I understand, but O.J. killed a civilian. Trump can't be on Twitter because the bad thing he did that destabilized <laughs> the government. <clears throat> now, destabilizing the go- go- government to me would also be shooting and killing the president. You would think. You would think. To me, that seems like a... They're related. Yes, it seems like they're related. Well, maybe our friends on the left would say that at least Hinckley served his time and Trump has faced no consequences for <laughs> um, tearing apart the fabric of our democracy. Did Hinckley serve his time? Did he? He killed know. one guy. He got the president in the heart, almost, and got the the press secretary in the brain. Yeah, but he, like, went, he went to prison. To- Blue and on wants Trump to serve time. And as far as they're concerned, Trump has not served any time for his almost coup that he committed. As a matter of fact, from what I can tell from like all the January 6th uh, like rehashing that we've been doing, it seems to me like if anything, people like Millie being worried that Trump was going to try and do a coup and refusing to put National Guard troops in there made the whole thing worse than it needed to be. Yeah, Millie's an a-hole. I mean, they're all like... Everybody's a joke. Everybody's a joke. I look at now... You don't understand. John Hinckley Jr., what this means to people. Probably I'm the youngest person who knows and remembers people my age. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you were any younger, probably, because I was seven. So if you're any younger, you probably wouldn't... were registered. Uh, you know, just before that, um, in 80, Lennon was killed, and barely I can remember that. It's not really... But this Hinckley thing, this shooting was on TV every 11 seconds for... What a, year was it? 81. So how are you seven? I was eight, whatever. Okay. I'm sorry, Alison. I was It was... Uh, yes, I was newly okay. eight uh, for, for two months. <laughs> okay. I apologize. I'm sorry. Take it up with the pub tomorrow. <laughs> what, what year was Tom born, Noodle? So, so here's the thing. <laughs> this is an incredible... Thing. This guy has been for many of us. I mean, this has got this is Lee Harvey Oswald, except it wasn't fatal, right? And we all saw the video. And it was a shocking video with all sorts of Secret Service machine guns and this and that, and mm-hmm. and it was. And we learned subsequently that the president was a lot closer to death than anybody ever thought, right? And this guy, the, that he got an insanity uh, that he's found guilty or not guilty due to insanity or whatever, and essentially was in a loony bin for 20, 30 years, whatever. That was one thing that was also crazy. When Reagan was alive, this guy was getting furloughed. Out to mm-hmm. just walk around, getting furloughed. How does that feel if you're a Reagan, by the way? Just getting furloughed, right? And now he's free and on Twitter. And you know what? He's <clears> going <throat> to be a huge star. Star. He's going to be a big star. And uh, about a third of the country are going to love him. And think he's a living legend. There's already in his replies, they're like, oh my God, love the songs. That's amazing. Like, really? Yes. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to listen to his songs. Like, you can just <laughs> choose to say no. It's remarkable. Mark David Chapman uh, shot the wrong guy. He is not a star. 
Right, he because Lennon, Lennon sang a nice song about imagining there's no Lennon countries. And, and Lennon, I love yeah. Lennon. So, but mm-hmm. I do too. But, but that's how saying, it goes. Yeah, because this guy really, I mean, who did this guy shoot? He shot a member of law enforcement and killed him. Shot uh, a member of the press, the president's flack, James Brady, and the evil President Reagan. Who, though mm-hmm. most most psychos are probably not old enough to remember anything about him, but it is the left has made sure, you know, still. They still don't want to talk, say anything nice about Reagan. Reagan, there was Trump without the rough edges to a lot of people back then. And they couldn't believe what he did. The big dark force, he was going to get us into a nuclear war. Remember, Obama didn't send anybody to, to go to Thatcher's funeral. Mm-hmm. They held a gr- grudge, you know, for 50 years over Margaret Thatcher. These people are, are crazy people. These are crazy people. And now we have the White House uh, continuing to be crazy the new press secretary jen saki from crazy. the who's comes from the uh james brady press briefing room which is where they are james brady who hinkley shot in the head uh now she is there disgracing it and we'll play a little bit of that right now first of all here's Ducey asking a a cute but worthwhile question the whole point of a vaccine mandate is to make people safer but a vaccine mandate also means tons of police and military may walk off the job. Then at the end of the day, does a vaccine mandate make people safe? Well, where are tons of police and military walking off the job? Well, the Washington Post says that hundreds of thousands of U.S. service members remain unvaccinated, uh, which is leading to questions about possible military readiness. Uh, the L.A. County Sheriff says that 5 to 10 percent of their workforce could walk off the job and so considering the i mean is there any concern about that well i would say what we point to or what i would point you to is evidence with uh, a range of companies organizations Frankly, the Department of Defense can also give you the up-to-date statistics on members of the military. I believe it's over 90%, but I would point you them for statistics. But there are other problems in the world than COVID-19. International (laughs) terror, gang violence, murder, arson, drug dealing. Is there any concern? What was the the number one cause of death among police officers last year? Do you know? COVID-19. So that's something that we're working to address. And police departments are working. So now they can be fired and dead. Mm-hmm. To address, if you look at Seattle as an example, which I know has been in the, some of the reporting, 92% of the police force is vaccinated, as are 93% of firefighters. 99% of Seattle's 11,000 employees have submitted vaccine verification. If, if that means in Seattle that if you're in a crappy neighborhood and you're missing 500 cops, that's a difference. Oh, yeah. It can be 99%. I doubt that 99% of cops are vaccinated everywhere in this country. That would surprise me. But... Um, even losing 1% of your workforce if you're a big city like that can make a big impact. You don't want to lose any of your workforce at any time. And it's not as easy as just rehiring people. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we're in a little bit of a labor shortage. Has anyone noticed that? I don't know. It's just incredible to me, this like cavalier attitude. And I mean, I honestly think like the worst of this is yet to come because there's still a lot of like back and forth about people applying for the religious exemptions, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these court cases are going to work their way through courts. They may or may not um, be subject to like injunctions, depending what happens in individual courts before the cases are finally worked out. 
But we're going to be seeing the impacts of this, like working their way through the courts and everything for a while. It, I mean, months and months. And I just don't know like where the stomach is going to be for that. Like it's possible we could have another surge in some areas of the country this winter because I don't think like the northern part of the country really had a Delta surge yet. It's possible they might not have it in some of the more highly vaccinated areas. But, you know, not all the places in the northern part of the country are that highly vaccinated, like take Michigan or wherever, right? You know, they could still have a real surge this winter. But then like after that, you know, you have Scott Gottlieb saying that this is like Delta's like the last real surge that we're going to see in this country just because there's going to be enough people at the end of it. Mm -hmm. People are going to have immunity some way or another. Either because they got vaccinated or because they got Delta or because they died. Like one of the, you know, there's, we're going to at some point here, like run out of people to get very serious COVID. So, you know, at that point, like what's going to happen where, you know, when there's not as much COVID around and not as many cases and none of this stuff is going to like matter. And we're still going to like companies are really still going to be fighting these battles and firing employees over this six months from now? It's crazy. Didn't Southwest Airlines actually put the brakes on there? Yeah, so they've decided not to put people on unpaid leave who applied for exemptions. So we'll see what happens with that. And like I said, some states have said, like, injunction, like, you can't enforce this yet while the cases are working their way through. Other states have said they can go forward with enforcing it until we've determined. You know, and I think a lot's going to depend on individual rules. We still haven't seen the supposed OSHA rule. They sent it to the president, apparently, but it's not out there yet. So there, the legal details of that are going to matter because that's on very shaky legal ground. Um, you know, and, it, and the individual rules in different states are going to be different and they're going to be fighting about this for a long time. So the intention of the mandate is laudable and fine. And the idea of wanting to get people vaccinated is is fine. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, is that we had already crippled the messaging by the time we came around with right. this. Right. Nobody trusts them anymore by the time they came out with this. And frankly, like, they wouldn't need to be doing this if they hadn't sucked at messaging the whole time. Right. First of all, if they hadn't spent the whole last year saying Trump was rushing the vaccine and it was bad and they weren't going to take mm-hmm. it, and then turning on a time and saying, no, just kidding, the vaccine is great and you're all morons for not wanting it. Well, and also they absolutely beclowned themselves, speaking of Monica Cannon Grants, when they endorsed and encouraged the riots. They mm-hmm. beclowned themselves. They publicly said it was a, a, a public health uh, emergency, um, a public health crisis, racism was the concept, whatever that is now, whatever mm-hmm. it is now. Yeah, it was and so that it was important that people got out there. Now they were they equivocated. If you look at some of the stuff that Fauci said and Burke said, um, uh, you know, they also said people shouldn't be doing this, but they also said they should in public areas. They said it's mm-hmm. important a public health thing, public because Democrats pressured them to. So you had them saying this. So the fact that they had to equivocate, mm-hmm. you know. Tears their credibility in three places now. Right. So, like, you're just, you're not, is incredible not credible? Because incredible seems to mean awesome. It means, like, can't be believed. Because credible means believable. Right. right. So, but it's incredible it, means, like, but we, unbelievable. But we misuse it then in, in normal speak then. Yeah. Incredible means more, like, unbelievable, technically speaking. Right. But that's also hyperbole. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, it just totally. It, so they have no credibility whatsoever. It's just bought. It's it's time to. And I've looked at a bunch of the, the national uh, graphs. Um, in at least in most of the northeast states, it mm -hmm. starts the moment the people could get them up here, they got them. And then for the last, the last ten percent or so of vaccinations have been in like the combined last four months. Right. So the people that wanted them have gotten mm -hmm. them. Pretty much. There's not really an access issue anymore. And the other people are going to get COVID or they're not or whatever. And like, then more, I mean, like you have to move on with your day at some point. Like how much more effort are you going to put in to getting like however many more people vaccinated, which is why they went for the mandate, because it seems like an easy way to get people over the top. <laughs> but I think it's going to backfire. It just seems like if you can't convince people to do something through their own free will, like mandating it and forcing saying I'm going to get you fired unless you do it like how does that get any goodwill on your side whatsoever it just seems like calculated to alienate people and make them mad and then mm -hmm. Biden says like we're politicizing it and making it divisive oh excuse me like you're the one threatening to fire like a bunch of people across the country you know you know, and she's got a lot of nerve. You talk about they, they're happy to sh show anytime the right gets together at all, the super spreader events. Mm -hmm. How many uh, super spreader events? How many times were these cops caught in concentrated areas hand to hand with these violent rioters mm -hmm. last year? I mean, my goodness. And she's there mentioned the cop death. So you encourage the behaviors by hooligans and thugs that very likely, uh, uh, you know, resulted in exposure. Or certainly close contact. The kind of close contact we were told that you shouldn't be doing because it was deadly. Mm -hmm. Disgraceful. But that's fine. Okay. Um, so that was my man, Ducey. Um, she's now salty at more reporters, which I find funny. She's going to be leaving soon. And I think she's going to leave in January. Yeah. But she she said she was only doing a year. Yeah. And I, I think that was wise of her. I think that she's... I think that was wise of her. I'm not... I, the next one's going to be just as terrible as her. But she's starting to come apart a little bit where, um, you know, the, the ice creams aren't flowing like they used to be. <laughs> the still believe that Build Back Better will not add a dime to the national debt? Correct, it won't. Why, would he, why, why should Americans believe that? Because it won't. Go ahead. What if taxes that he says you want to you know, get more taxes in? What if it doesn't happen? What if the economy goes sour? Lots of things can happen. What do you, you're going to tell from up there future generations, not even born yet, that they're not on the hook for this. Is that right? That's right, and hopefully you'll report accurate information yourself. Go ahead. Just, <laughs> just doesn't, no. I mean, everybody knows that you can't spend, you know, one to three trillion dollars, whatever it is, going to land. It, uh, you can't spend that without adding to the debt. Yeah, but they're going to monitor your $600 bank right. account so they can make it up in tax revenue from billionaires. So that's, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, that's the pay for is they'll come watch your bank account. that is a bold bold lie to throw in <laughs> front of people to throw money away on green new deal crap and you know miss uh fighting for the little guy scrappy ragged edge of the middle class is all for the banks having to report everybody's uh inflows and outflows from oh, their course. bank accounts. She's all for it. She was defending it and saying how great it is. Oh, it's that so it's good to be a Democrat. I can't wait. Millionaires accountable. Yeah, that's our Senator Liz Warren. Great person. Uh, has been standing up for the little guy her entire time in Congress. Just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah. Uh, actions that the president has taken. It, it was clear in March 
of 2020, when COVID hit, that, that the supply chains across the world have been disrupted, even as as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people, it was, it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time, not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is it... The tragedy of the short, the treadmill that's delayed. Right, the treadmill. Right, that's right. There you go. They just have it. I'll tell you, <laughs> when you hang out uh, with other um, Aaron Sorkin characters all day, this kind of thing <laughs> seems like a really fist-bumpy moment once you get back you know, back in the communications uh, rooms. Yeah, that was cool. I love that. The treadmill, Miss S, the treadmill remark was really well-crafted. Thank you. Gross people. What? Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing. That's what they're going with now is like, there's no problem with the supply chain issues. It's just you being spoiled. Oh, poor you. Your treadmill's delayed. Big deal. What a tragedy. And the Washington Post did a big uh, op-ed about how uh, actually, it might have been an opinion piece, not an op-ed, but anyway, so they um, did a big piece about how um, the supply chain issues are great, and we're just all spoiled, and it serves us right, so, you know. Listen to these, these are responses to John Hinckley saying, hey, hello everybody, this is the real John Hinckley, I'm now a singer-songwriter, I have 10 original songs on Spotify, you know what I mean? Um, one guy says, hey, I'll check out your music, big fan of your other work. Another what guy other says, work? Shooting Reagan? Yeah. The other guy says, loved your previous work. Can't wait to check out the new stuff. Uh, everybody thinks they're clever with this love your work uh-huh. thing. Um, and another guy says, um, uh, "Thank, love them. Thank you for all your work, John. The other guy says, I know your last hit didn't work out the way you planned, but I was a big fan. Great people. Wow. I love the internet. Thank God we have the internet. Imagine all the great culture we'd miss out on if we didn't have There's a woman named Stella. Says, great to hear. Big fan of your previous work. Okay. Please do a cover of Filters. Hey, man, nice shot. These are people who all consider themselves really good people. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Big fan of John Love York. It's like, uh, verified. Please get this man his checkmark. I can't like him. I can't. Yeah, it's uh, pretty bad. I don't know, like, you know, what the left is thinking sometimes, but, um, yeah. But like you say, like, it just goes to show you Trump's not on Twitter right now. No. Which is fine. But people can, like, be happy, uh, literally happy about political assassinations on Twitter. Like, actual ones. Not a fake gallows to, quote, hang Mike Pence on. Like, actually shooting with a gun elected officials. Yes, and hitting. Right. Right. President went down, as a matter of fact. President went down, and it destabilized the country. President went down, Bush is in the air. Al Haig says, I'm in charge here. Haig has to then resign. This kind of stuff reverberates. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it haunted that president, of course. So do you think Twitter will take down his account? Hinkley's? If they don't.
I mean, because well, there's no, people his... praising literal political violence on it. Oh, yes, totally. By his terms of service, by their terms of service, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they won't. But I tell you one thing. I love seeing these people saying, nice work. I love what you did. Loved your last hit. I, you know, I would love that. I'll tell you, I would have a cursory <laughs> look. If I were an employer, I would just just scan that here and there. Just say, anybody mm-hmm. I know uh, working for me who's who's doing that, who's uh, cheerleading for the assassination of the president? <sighs> what else is going on, homie? Um. Oh, we got to hit the... Um, do we have time? When do you have to go? We have like five minutes. Should We should hit the Levine thing just for a second. Okay, yes. So uh, Alice's favorite new fully um, fully nominated and uh, approved, what's it called? Boy Star General? No, once you're nominated, what happens? Boy Star Admiral, I guess. Whatever. She's official now. Uh, Rachel Levine, who's the who was Richard Levine from Wakefield, Massachusetts, who is a trans woman. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts, but it's correct. No, okay. Sure. So okay. anyway, the, the, in their in their um, psychotic, and you should get into Margaret Atwood as well. In their yeah. psychotic press release about it, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services says <clears throat> the U.S. Department HHS uh, announced today the first openly nation's first openly transgender four-star officer across any of the eight uniformed services. Admiral Rachel Levine, who serves as HHS assistant, yada yada yada. Levine now serves as the highest-ranking official in the uh, Department of Health and Human Services uh, and its first-ever female four-star admiral. So the next female four-star admiral, though the first one, now can only be the second one. Yes. So they're this saying this was the first female. Yeah. So this this is a man from Wakefield, Massachusetts, <laughs> who's had maybe some, or who thinks, who's saying claims that he's now a woman named Rachel. So he gets to win all the prizes, the woman prize. The first woman, yeah, yeah. It's like the runners, right, winning the races <coughs> in the women, setting a new women's world record for running. You know, like. I had a very but disrespectful noticed- caller today who said mm-hmm. that he, he just, if you don't, haven't seen what it looks like, imagine Mitch McConnell with a mop on his head, <laughs> which I, but, uh, I could Okay, so, but it's interesting to me because I've noticed this phenomenon for a while too, because like, for example, Silicon Valley tech companies have problems maintaining the gender diversity levels. Like there just aren't as many high level female mm-hmm. like software engineers out right. there it, there just aren't as many right at that level so they have trouble like maintaining a 50 50 ratio of women to men so a bunch of their like essentially like diversity quota spots end up getting filled by trans women because <laughs> there's like i mean diversity quota spots whatever right. but like but like, it seems to me, like, when I see the people, like, running the diversity departments and stuff, like, a higher than normal percentage of the women in, like, tech companies or who are, like, aerospace engineers and stuff, like, a higher than normal percentage of Used them. Used to be named Nick. Right. 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 So, or, like, I don't know, even, like, the Matrix and, like, the Wachowski siblings, right? Like, 
you know, can you like now point to that and be like, if somebody's like, oh, well, women don't make like cool, gritty sci-fi action films. And can you like point to that and be like, no, women can absolutely make cool, gritty sci-fi action films. Women made the Matrix. Great job. Right. Like, does that prove the point that you're trying to make it prove? <laughs> <laughs> women can be four-star generals, too. See? Well, four-star admirals, actually, too. See? Alice. Look at The women can be four-star admirals. Doesn't that make you Hold go on. like, well, can they, though? You should be, you should be proud. Because just think, we now know that Bruce Jenner never existed. I, I know you don't like me to say the word. So all those medals, all those records, those times were set by a woman, Caitlyn right. Jenner. There was a which means that women probably hold a... Well, she holds a much better record, much more competitive with men now than ever. Right. So, and that's actually, I saw people unironically debating that online when Jenner first uh, publicly came out and transitioned. There were people saying, like, that we should update the Wikipedia entries now to say that, like, these are now the women's records. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Maybe, um, maybe, you know, women. You know, maybe we'll have more women in the NBA. More maybe John women Hinkley in the could NFL. Do it. That's great. John, we gotta let they gotta let Chapman go. Who else is there? Oh, they, you know who they should be letting go is the guy who shot um, the congressman at the softball game. Oh yeah. Oh, he's another hero. Let him let get him out there. Well, what happened? Uh, weren't they like trying to let go of the guy? This is sort of obviously in it different vein but weren't they trying to let go of the guy that shot bobby kennedy and like gavin newsom had to sign it or whatever and like his kids were like all oh, yeah. for it did they let him go i think uh i don't know if it ended up Is happening he- or not but it was like a thing his kids were for it because they're like not convinced he even shot him or whatever because they've bought into the conspiracy theory not all of them not all of them did yeah is he going um okay the oldest son condemned the possible release possible parole he's granted parole but all right he's been granted parole that's great conspiracy theories royal kennedy family as possible release nears okay. so what is it exactly that the criminal criminal justice system is doing when when you shoot somebody in the head and kill them what is so now that Sirhan Sirhan gets to go out and like be a hero among these little group of guys who thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, Hinkley, the whole point of him doing the thing was like to be famous to get Jodie Foster's attention, uh-huh. right? So now he can now be famous? Yeah. So he won. It just took a couple extra decades yeah. or whatever, but he's now got what he wanted. Oh, man. You know, sometimes it takes a little while to get the payoff for your uh, political assassinations, but... Reminds me of, you know, did I tell you, my mother always thought he was very handsome. Well, he kind of does look a little like you he in, does, his, in he? his youthful pictures, <laughs> plus, like, just the era, because he's, yeah. like, yeah. you know, he had, like, the same haircut she, you, know, you had she, at the time. She liked some odd dudes. You know how she used to say was very handsome? She would throw an ashtray at me if she knew I was saying this, <laughs> because she has passed away. Uh, more Mark Karafi. She used to say he's very handsome. He's very handsome. That's not was that weren't that wasn't <laughs> his entire thought about him. She didn't like him and all that other stuff, etc. But she would not stop talking about him. But thankfully, there's um who's the other guy? Who, who look who's coming to dinner? I don't know who's in come that. on. I, I know I, I know the movie, actor, but I don't know Sydney, who's in it. Sydney 
Portier. Portier. Yes, okay. she also thought he was handsome. So there he goes. Okay. One good guy, two, one psycho, two psychos. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Anything else? Oh, you got to go? We got to go? Um. Yeah, I guess it's that time. So more softball, guys. I simply don't have enough hours in the day now. We don't have enough hours in the day, and we're poor. <laughs> Excellent. We work like the harding pe- hardest people in show business. <laughs> and me it, as well like as if we're on world tour doing content <laughs> stuff with all this stuff we just have zero income <laughs> well, that's, you great. Know. that's great that's great we got vodka money at least we're halfway there honey uh, in any case um, if you feel compelled to send us money after Tom's speech there you can I, it, was, it, wasn't you a, it can... wasn't a solicitation it was my old my own epiphany as I'm sitting here thinking now I don't have any more charts of dis- spots in the day once we do dinner there's no more spots in the day to do all the things i meant to do whether mm-hmm. it's Substack or rake leaves or any of the disasters happening around us <laughs> none of them there's no over time i'm out of units of time and then we're gonna watch the because we're because we're juvenile children and immature we're gonna watch the game tonight. i don't know if i can make it through tonight's game i'm so tired i'm so tired literally i can't but um Anyway, we're on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. We're at uh, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. We're also at BurnBarrelPodcast.com. I don't expect to get uh, messages to me calling me a white heifer, by the way. Um, and uh, what else? You, when you interrupt me, it completely throws off my chain of thought. Oh, you can email missing out us. some gold. BurnBarrelPodcast at gmail.com. There's a YouTube channel, Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel, a Rumble channel. There's a Gab account, a Piler account. Those are at Burn Barrel Podcast. And then there's Heifer running against Ayanna Presley. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.